No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. Yes, sir. Friday, July 17th. Our second episode this week. We back full flooded. Uh, we, we're giving everybody what they want this week. Man, we're back. We here. Here. You already know what it is. The real episode. We had to catch up on some things that we hadn't talked about <clears throat> in the previous. In this episode, this Friday episode. We're talking what we what what's what's the real big stories out here in the street? The NBA bubble and the NFL season is around the corner. Hope, will there hopefully, be fans? Hopefully, Ho- hopefully. Right, I was gonna say, <laughs> will there will there be fans? We don't know. Um, but hopefully, we at least get a season off. I will say this real quick. I saw uh, Boris Johnson mentioned. He said out in London, he he thinks. He might be able to get fans in there for the Premier League by October. So, that's probably because they've be been following the rules out there, right? Yeah, I mean, yes, that's <laughs> we're not we're not going to get yeah. into that, but yeah. Um, but we got a lot to talk about. NFL, we're talking. I mean, NBA, we're talking NBA bubble. We got some quarantine takes. We got some bubble takes. Where's LeBron James? This boy's MIA, and I think we know L- why. Literally MIA. Literally MIA. <laughs> Wait, LeBron is MIA, but we got a we got a reason why he might be MIA, and it's uh it's a little more poignant. Um, Dame's thirtieth birthday in the bubble. He had some strong words. I want to go over that. Um, we'll talk NBA hoops. We'll then switch it over NFL. Pat Mahomes been on my mind heavy for whatever reason. I just been thinking about Mahomes. I've been thinking about the season. Um. Is he is is he immune to the coming off the Super Bowl slump? Because we know what happens with teams that win the Super Bowl, right? They they tend to fall off. Is he immune to that? Is Andy Reid and those boys immune to that? We'll talk about that. Um, Zeke and Dak, the duo is getting disrespected. According to uh, Zeke, at least got his money. Dak gets disrespected. The, the funny thing about that is Dak gets disrespected and he doesn't have any money. Doesn't have his bread. So. So like Zeke is, can get disrespected, but he's got the, he got the checks coming. So we're gonna talk about that duo getting disrespected. Zeke is all over Twitter talking crazy. Uh, the Garrett deal in Cleveland, the boy got paid. We always talk about Ed Rushers. You need him. Um, we'll go over some Madden ratings. Um, we'll we'll go through it all, and then we'll close it with a little three piece spicy. Harold's three piece question. Big Nick the Quick, what's popping? What's good with it? How you living? Man, beautiful. Another beautiful day. You know? Another beautiful day in paradise, bro. Another at one. the new spot. At the new spot, I got a little <laughs> back patio. Oh, nice. So, man, so I've been getting up in the morning. You go out there. You have a little bit of your coffee. You listen to the birds chirp. Yo, coming from downtown and coming out here, I can literally hear the birds chirping in the morning it's right a different vibe it's nice it's like a whole completely different type of situation right like downtown obviously has its pros but you know you get a little bit outside you get a little bit more space like you said the balcony which is huge you know i got a house and obviously we got the backyard and all that and i sit out there every morning so 
I know, I know how you're feeling with a little nature out there in the morning, man. man. It's nothing like it, man. I got a park across the street. It's lovely. That's great. Yeah. So, and I got the couch in yesterday. So we back. How, lit, how long? How long till you get the dog, man? The dog is next. It's the next move. <sighs> yeah, bro. She been pressing me. Do they too, allow it over dude. there? You good? Yeah, of course. Oh, go yeah, for it, yeah, man. Yeah, you got so. to. You got to. I just already know how this is gonna. Look, end, there's a there's there's a lot there's an order of operations, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta follow the order of operations, G. <laughs> I just already know how. To, you remember just, that when they taught you math back in the day, the order of operations, PEMDAS? You got it, bro. You you on your way. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. I can already I can see it now, bro. My girl gonna be lo- can't wait to walk the dog when it's seventy five and sunny. One hundred percent. Bro, when it starts storming, you already know who taking the dog out. So, Gee, I got a ninety pound puppy, man. So don't even tell me about it. Yeah, so I, you know what I'm saying. I gotta just be ready to just be, ready, be ready, bro. For that. It's a lot of yes in your future. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, all right, let's get into it because we because you know how we we can get we can get rolling, and next thing you know, it's it's, it's late. Yep. Um, NBA. It's it's back still for right now. They're in the bubble. They're in Orlando. Let's kick it off with you. You said you had a quarantine and bubble take. Let's kick it off with that, and we'll, we off and running. Yeah. So you know, obviously, uh, everything with the with the bubble going on. There's been a lot of social media to follow. The players are posting all the bubble shenanigans. I think they're kind of in that downtime now, where it's like that first week they're getting there. Everybody's settling in. Um, they've been doing scrimmaging, but obviously the games haven't started. So you're getting a lot of inside oh, look. It's at, like a summer camp. It's like a summer camp. So you get a lot of inside look at the stuff they're doing. You got dudes shotgunning beers. You got guys playing golf. You got guys going fishing. You got Jimmy Butler falling off the boat, um, stuff like that. And you know what? <laughs> so it's like, oh, good times, good vibes. You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember like those first few weeks of quarantine? Not even the first few weeks, like the first like two weeks of quarantine. When everybody was like, oh, yeah, these are all these cool things that we can do. And people are posting all these games that they're playing and different quarantine stuff that they invented to have fun with their family or whoever they're quarantined with. And it's like, oh, this is all good. We're going to make the best of it. Right. But by like week three or four, it kind of shifted a little bit. And everybody's like, yo, give me the fuck out the house. I can't (laughs) I can't take this shit anymore. Like all the cool little funny posts that you were seeing before started to die down. You know, all the quarantine, all that was going away. And it was like, man, just like, yo, I can't take it anymore. So I feel like that's probably what's going to happen with this. Like in the beginning, it's all good. It's summer camp, like you said. But by like week three or four, especially with these dudes who are not used to being restricted like this and are really, you know, shit, they've been on quarantine the last three months. This is going to be another three month quarantine, essentially. So you're talking about six, seven months of these dudes being pinned up and not being able to do anything, not being able to spread their wings. Um missing certain activities inside of the bubble that are important um you know dudes might get a little might get a little testy in the bubble so it's, it mean, looks like it's all great right now and everybody's talking about the good vibes but just remember remember yourself around like march 15th and how different you were by mid-april especially i think those are all great points especially when folks in there start taking l's yes and some people, some players are taking it seriously and some players aren't. And mm-hmm. the teams that don't make the playoff, like, yeah, it could get real, real sticky. And that's a great point. First couple of weeks of quarantine, the whole, the whole, the whole country's together. Like we can do, we this. can do this. 
no problem. Stay home. We're drinking Everything beer every night. Good. This is great. <laughs> we're doing we're doing Zoom calls every night. Yeah. We're watching games. Uh, about a month, month, man, folks in there at the crib just walking around uh, stir crazy. Zombies. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could get like that quick. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's what kind of what uh what Dame was getting at. Like, let's not waste our time in here. Dame Lillard had uh, his 30th birthday in the bubble over the last couple of days. And and I quote, my only wish to my teammates, he said, he said, my only my only ask as a birthday gift is let's not waste our effing time in here, he said to teammates. The easy thing to do would be to come here and make up excuse that we haven't played in months, guys haven't played, and we're rusty, we weren't comfortable, we're not used to playing like this. It's a lot of ways out the back door, Lillard said. I just want to make sure we understand this is a great opportunity for us to come out and make a push for the playoffs. So that's the thing, like just like what you said. I love that. I didn't see that quote, but I love that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Dame is he's not, here, he's not here to waste time. Dame has never been about that. Nah. Um, he's always been kind of a serious guy. Did I ever tell you that time where I saw him out in New York at a nightclub and he was at the table next to us? Nah. And this is before he got the big extension. This is before, you know what I'm saying, he was Dame time. This was before that first playoff buzzer beater. Um, And I went up to him and I was like, bro, keep doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he was balling. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, yo. And even in the nightclub, he was like serious. It was real serious, like straightforward you know dude. Saying? Yeah. Like, he, he, he seemed like he was, he was out to, it seemed, you know what it seemed like? His homies wanted to go out, so he went out, and he's like was kind of just there. You know what I'm saying? Right. You didn't see him like indulging really. He he had the chip on his shoulder even at the nightclub. And I think well, he's one of those dudes who doesn't come across also as like buddy buddy with other guys in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like he's had several comments about not going and teaming up with dudes. And you look around, he's not on the banana boat. He's not really a guy that's out. He kind of reminds me of like a Derrick Rose in that regard. Remember, D Rose is like, I'm just here to hoop. I'm not recruiting right. folks. I don't know anybody. I'm not going to the club. I don't even know these dudes' numbers. Like, that's just kind of who I am. And obviously a little bit different with Dame. He's probably a little bit more outgoing. Um, but, yeah, to that same regard, like, not everybody is here to be popular and to have friends and and do that whole thing. Like, Dame is here to get his money, play ball, win, and earn some respect. And I think um, that's kind of what makes him who he is, right? Like, he plays with that chip on his shoulder. He plays like a guy from what was it, Murray State or Weber State, whatever school he went to. You know, yeah. he, he plays like a guy who's been counted out and, and all that. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think that just kind of adds to his whole demeanor. But I love that quote. Like, if I'm in the bubble, like, yeah, I might have a little bit of fun. But at some point, like, it is like, yo, like, what are we doing here? Like, let's not waste our time. Let's not go away from our families for a couple of months just to bullshit and not make the most of this opportunity. Like, it's basically basketball camp. You know what I mean? Like, come here, show your shit. This is AAU. Like, let's, let's put on a show. Let's see if we can get into the playoffs. You never know what could happen. Because the way I'm looking at it is, yo, you get into the playoffs with this format, with the fact that someone could be gone for two weeks with a positive test, or someone needs to leave the bubble for an emergency and they're unavailable, whatever might happen, we don't know. So, yeah, put yourself in a position to get into the playoffs and see what happens. Exactly right. And I think another thing for Dame to show you what he's about is, I don't think it was ever a question that he was going to try to team up with someone in Port- uh, and leave Portland. Never. They accepted him. He, look, bro, guys from the Bay, he went to a small school. He has a major chip on his shoulder his whole way up. 
now he gets to a town where they accept him, they love him, they support him. He's never going to leave. Never. That type of dude's never going to leave that spot, right? That's just what it is, and that shows you what 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 type of guy he is. So, um, and hey, and if you really if you want to keep it one hundred, it might he he might get stuck without a lot of playoff wins in a ring because he stayed in Portland. But that's just not his style to move out, move on, and and try to go team up with some folks. At least at that point in his career, right? He might be saying something different five years from now, but yeah. right, 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 exactly. But. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm going to try to win it in Portland. They rock with me. I, I like the organization. I got Adidas out here right in my backyard, too. They giving me the bag. They're supporting and, and me. And the I'm Blazer paying me $50 million a year. Right. So there's that. But, yeah, man, I, I, I think that's a very interesting take because it's just like anything. When it's new, it's cracking. Everything is yeah, cool. Yeah, it's great. Everything is jokes. Let's take some uh, – let's shotgun some beers. Let's sit in a fake pool. Let's uh, let's let's video record everything we're doing. Let's laugh about the food. Um, let's just clown around. But like, man, the ball hasn't tipped yet. No one's doing anything, and it could get it'll 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 get a little hairy in there. Absolutely. Hey, I'm gonna say this too, man. Stop complaining about the fucking food. Yeah, for real. I I thought that was very very juvenile and corny and stupid. Like, and a lot of the stuff. A lot of the meals that I was seeing, it looked like they were messing up on the plate to make it look bogus so they could take a picture. Yeah, yeah. It's not a clown. It's food, it bro. Like, like, and, and, and there's people in there preparing that food, busting their ass, making that food. Like, I think it's a lot of work to put that together and feed all these oh my dudes. Gosh, and like, come there's, on, yeah, there's, there's, there's folks in there making that food. And obviously, that's the first couple of days and shit's going to be hectic, but they're not going to be eating like that the entire time. You got access to room service. Like, stop it. Yeah. I thought that right. that was. Cut it out. Yeah. That, it's not. Corny. This ain't the fire fest, bro. Like, chill. Right. You know it was sad. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really yeah. appreciate that. That, that, was, that, was, that was for clout. That was for the social media, the social media views and all that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think yeah, Pat Bev kept it 100 with the white tees. <laughs> yeah, he said, yo, he said, come holler at me. Get at me. <laughs> I got him. Come holler at him. me. On deck. But John Morant came out. Shout out John Morant. He uh, was like, man, look, bro, I'm a hooper. Yeah. Just I, the food is fine. He set up for way worse man. environments than this. Well, yeah, yeah like, what? Man, bro. And well, that's that's a dude who hasn't been rich long. You know, he's only had money a couple months. So he's like, I don't I don't right. know. I don't remember what it's, you know what I'm saying? I've been poor a lot longer than I've been rich. Right. So, this is this, what this is you great. mean to tell me that I could they could they're gonna put me up to hoop all day and just hoop. That's all I gotta do. Come on, man. Plus, that's it. Yeah, I ain't gotta worry about shit but hoop. Hoop. I'm a young man. Let's go. Come on, man. Stop it. Yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> so uh yeah, I didn't appreciate that. And there's a lot of folks out here in the country that are struggling and y'all I don't know, bro. That should just rub me the wrong way. <clears throat> Let's move over to LeBron. Where am I more? Oh, gee. Hey, Donde esta? Hey. <laughs> Where you at? Donde? He's striving Dave. for greatness. <laughs> Yo, striving for greatness. He retweeting his foundation shit. We ain't heard from this guy. We ain't seen a picture of this guy. No sight of him in the bubble. Where is LeBron? Austin Rivers posted a video on Twitter talking about people stop. Hey, man, stop asking me where LeBron at. And he showed uh he showed he just showed a random building it looked like he was like this LeBron this is where LeBron stands. So that's exactly the whole thing building. is his room. <laughs> <laughs> but and like we laugh and joke, but we haven't heard from him. Haven't Where's heard he from him. Haven't seen him show his room. I actually I even saw AD's hotel room. I think someone was uh shooting a video and they're like oh yeah there goes AD right over there. 
Uh, that was J.R. Smith. He's like, yeah, there goes AD right over there, and AD's in the hotel. Bron, nowhere to be seen. Listen, man, <laughs> I have a theory. Bron is not in Orlando right now, right? You remember how Kobe used to uh, – the, uh, the rumor was always that there was a special tunnel that was built for Kobe that would take him to Staples Center, and he would get there underground. Do you ever hear this shit? Uh-uh. There was I like he would take the chopper over. There was like then, a there was like a tunnel or some shit like that they built for magic. It's like one of those old like tales. Who knows if it's actually true? Right. But that way they just get sh- shuttled straight to the game through some tunnel. Um, that's what Bron has, except for his tunnel is from Miami. So his crib that he has over on South <laughs> Beach, right? That's where he's sleeping. And they tunnel his ass over there. You know, you go to the bank where they send you the little shit through the thing, and it comes through all fast. That's, right, what, that's, what, that's what that's what that's what has that's what Brian has to get from his crib in South Beach to the bubble because he's LeBron, not he ain't staying LeBron in the hotel the room. Plastic, yeah, he gets in the plastic tunnel G and grabs the and grab it. Yo, no, they, they give him a COVID swab on the way over there. He's good, bro. <laughs> the hyperbaric chamber. You know what I'm saying? Like Brian shows up ready to go. Like how'd you hey. sleep? He's like, I'm great. Let's go. <laughs> no, you remember? Uh, you remember Bad Boys, the original? Yeah. When the the first scene, they they rob that they they I think it's the police station. They rob, yeah. uh, they take all the drugs out of there, and the guy gets in that thing and grabs like the the shuttle, like the like the metal crate, and he the, he's flying through this tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what LeBron's, that's what LeBron's just, doing, man. LeBron's staying at D Wade's crib in Miami, and with a staff, kicking it with a staff. With, with, <laughs> <laughs> and he's getting shuttled underground to Orlando yeah. uh, daily. They couldn't accommodate the, the 50 people that LeBron needs. He's got the chef. He's got the trainers. He's got the nutritionist. He's got the, the hairline guy. He's got all his guys he needs to bring with him. And he couldn't. He's like, nah, I'm going to just bubble over here in South Beach. He's <laughs> not the hairline guy. I'm going to bubble on Ocean Drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, he's with me. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my hair replacement. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Fabio, he man. Me. He handles the plugs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I, they can't come. All right, well, I'm going to bubble over here. I'll be there. Let me know when the games are. It's cool. Don't worry. Adam Silver's so, like, fine. <laughs> I, I mean, we've talked about this before. There's, there's, these guys are different. This is what it is. If you're, if you're expected to get le- treated like LeBron is in the bubble, you just, you're just lost. You're not in America. Well, and no, and no player is going to complain about it. They know the drill. Dog. Well, and another thing is he's put his, I mean, my man's put his time in. Like, 100%. So it, it is, you know what I mean? It's not like it's some Fugazi And shit, he's made everybody more money. The league is more popular Absolutely. with LeBron. The player movement era was, was a lot of it was empowered by LeBron. These dudes know the drill, bro. They all look up to LeBron. They all look up to the, the guy who's an active billionaire playing basketball. Like, don't get it twisted. LeBron is close to a billionaire playing sports right now. And he's, you know, 35 years old. So they're all looking at that and be like, that's, that's, that's the model right there. Like, we talked about this before. We don't want to get deep into it, but like, say what you want to about LeBron James. You could, you know, if you don't like him or whatever, but you cannot not respect this man and the things that he's done and the way that he handles himself as a man, as a black man, as a businessman, as an athlete, as a role model. And these dudes all see that and they look up to it. And that's that. Like with Jordan, I think it was more like we envy him because of his success and all that, but we don't necessarily look up to the man. Like, I think these dudes like really look up to LeBron James. Like, he is like, yo, that's the type of dude we want to be like. So. Yeah, he ain't in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> MIA LeBron. MIA, baby. Double meaning. Yeah, all day eating sushi. He's at Prime 112 as we speak. 
We'll stake an egg. We'll stake an egg. We'll stake an egg. Huevos. Huevos. Huevos con, con carne. Huevos con carne, please. I got to be in Orlando in 20 minutes to make it happen. A little monorail. LeBron Arrell. LeBron Arrell. LeBron Arrell. Hey, he's reading the paper. He's reading the, reading the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, give him the visuals. Take his stock Le- tips. LeBron posted up. LeBron all on day. the LeBron Arrell. Traded some Bitcoin. Traded some Bitcoin on the way to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Chopping up with Warren Buffett. Yeah. Anyways, uh. <laughs> but um, let's get into the hoops. The West is loaded, as we know. You know what's a funny thing is to go look at the standings if you haven't looked at them in a while. It's been a while. And it's still tight out there in the West. Um, Who – let me ask you this. What would be – the biggest surprise for you coming off coming out of the bubble if would it be like if Boston started making super noise or could Denver get over the hump do you, if you had to do give one long shot that could actually possibly happen what would it be uh Toronto Toronto and I don't even know if you could I mean they're 46 and 18 like people forget how well Toronto was really playing and like how he has that thing humming um, and I just think that experience they went through last year, granted, obviously, I know they don't have Kawhi, and you really can't overstate that. Uh, but at the same time, they're playing good ball. They got good leadership. Time off for a team that went deep into the playoffs last year is good. You know, obviously, their bodies are healing up a little bit. You know, Kyle Lowry, he definitely needs that time. He's not necessarily a beacon of physical fitness. Um, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that that's a team right there that I would not take them. Like, listen, man, like teams like this, like the structure is going to matter in this situation, right? And we saw the, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget the Philadelphia series with Nick Nurse and how well he coached against um, the 76ers, right? And just in general, how he handled that whole, that whole playoff run. Um, he's a really good coach. And he's got a really good system, and they have a really good organization. They got Masai, things like that. Like you can't understate how important that stuff's gonna, or overstate how important that stuff's going to be. And they have good players. Siakam was playing his ass off. Kyle Lowry, like they still have everything left over, minus obviously the biggest part. So a team like that, I think, could be dangerous. Um, as far as the West goes, <sighs> Oklahoma City was rolling. They got good leadership. Chris Paul is going to be eliminating his enemies one by one out the bubble with the phone call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like, I seen James Harden last night, and uh, he didn't have a mask. He might have to go check on that boy. Um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't see anything like, like a New Orleans or a Portland or a Sacramento coming out of nowhere. I certainly don't see Phoenix coming out of nowhere and making it happen or anything like that. But I think yeah, you would have to look at one of your non – everybody's talking Clippers, Lakers, Bucks, right? And that makes sense. I get it. Um, yeah. But I, I would not be surprised if you saw, like, yeah, a Boston or a Toronto. Boston is a team who I really think, if Kimba's healthy, um, yeah, that might be a problem. I mean, I know they're going to lose Hayward at some point for the birth of his child. Um, but that's a team that, yeah, I think could be that that, that could make some noise as well. How is – yeah. I was just going to say, you know what's a big thing? And 
a seven game series in the same gym is not a seven game series like a, a, a regular. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. having to travel and, and and having that that different change of scenery and and, and the crowd. That's probably the biggest difference that's going to happen in this bubble. I I don't know exactly, you know, how many days off in between they're going to have and all that, but to run a seven-game series all in Orlando in the bubble is going to be very interesting because it won't have those ebbs and flows and the and the momentum like it does when you go to Toronto sure. and then have to go to Philly and the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like when you go down O two and go and you get to go back home and get a game, you go down O two in the bubble, you could you could easily get swept up. Yeah, you don't have those variables. There's the variables aren't there that that uh just the, the contrast, the ebbs and flows of being able to travel, being home, sleeping in your own bed, then you know what I mean? All yeah. that stuff is 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 now irrelevant. So yeah. that's gonna be really interesting. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I can't, I can't get past Milwaukee, Los Angeles and the Clippers. And we know about the NBA. We know that you kind of need that before you actually get to the finals and make a real run at a chip. You need that year prior to get rolled over and have issues. A la Milwaukee last year. Yeah. Um, so it's hard for me to get over like these guys just. They've been they've been good now for three full seasons. You know what I mean? They have the continuity, and it's the same roster. Exactly. So, but Bledsoe um, Bledsoe got the COVID. Bledsoe tested yeah. positive yesterday, so that's a big yeah. loss for them. Hey, listen, I'm gonna say this: if you're gonna get it, get it now. Absolutely. Don't get, it, don't get that shit when, <laughs> when it's game five. Hell in the no. Conference finals. That's, you know that's what, what I'm saying? saying. Yeah. So at least that's you can look at it as an upside in, in, in that way. But do you see yeah, any, they, you, you don't see any shocker team out anywhere? Like you, you're not seeing a, like where do you th- see? Like I was thinking like even like a Houston. You know, what I mean, again, the West is so loaded. Like yeah, Houston's the sixth seed, but they're not. They'd be like a two seed in the East. Um, so it's kind of like is that a team that we'd worry about? Right? Like they can get hot. And you're talking about James Harden just hooping, no distractions. Like <laughs> balls in the bucket. <laughs> you know what I mean? This environment Russ, is James Russ is there Harden's, for one reason and one reason only. What to get shots up? To get no to win. I mean, you know, Russ. Oh, yeah, Russ but, is. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. So I mean, I think that uh, that's a team I was looking at. I don't know. I'd have to look at some of the gambling odds on it too. I think that's where it's like, would you would you feel comfortable taking Houston if you got a good number? Would you feel comfortable with a good number with OKC or Utah or Denver or something like that or Boston? You know, that's the real test right there. Like, what would it take for you to put some money on Boston on a hundred bucks? Twelve hundred. It's twelve to one. Well, 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 to do what? To win the title? Yeah. I mean, yeah, at, at a minimum, probably twelve plus twelve. Yeah, it had to be plus twelve. It had to be something crazy. Something, so you don't. So you don't see any. So you wouldn't. Yeah, you have no just, no conceive. You could. You can't conceive it. To win the championship, it'd be so tough for them to do that, especially Kemba dealing with what he's dealing with with his knee. Like, nah. Because if you thought they had a chance, you'd be all over twelve to one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. So it's interesting, man. I think a seven-game series in the same ballroom is going to be crazy. Literally ballroom. You know what I mean? So (laughs) that's that's going to be super interesting. Who do you think has the advantage? What type of players have the advantage in this? The shooters. Or you think the sight lines are fucked up? Well, no. I mean, I've, I've we've talked. I mean, me and you both have talked to multiple, you know, college level hoopers, and yeah, the more, the less, the less noise in the background when you're taking a jumper, the better. 
So right. there's not going to be any crowds. There's not going to be a lot of the. There's not going to be a lot of neon lights around from advertisements and all that shit. So yeah, it'll be. I, w- I would think it would be a lot better for guards, but. Like we said, the atmosphere for a guy like James Harden, this is going to feel like the Drew League. Yeah, where he cooks. Where I mean, he, he, co- he cooks in the associations. But yeah, like right. exactly, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm excited for it to get started. Who are you picking? I, um, Who's your team to win? I don't – man, I can't even do that right now. Because, I mean, who's going to win the championship? Yeah. I, I mean – I think it, LeBron. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I they haven't played. We got to see what they're going to look like when they come out. We'll make. I'll make my pick at least when when that shit gets a little more spicy. But I'll take I'll take LeBron. I'm gonna take the best two players in the in the tournament. Yeah, because the, the AD is a problem. Well, did you see that real quick? Did you see that ESPN top fifty players in the bubble? They had Brandon Ingram ranked forty seventh. So they disrespected him. Yeah, that is disrespectful. Yeah, real disrespectful. And uh, you know, it's just a lot of moving parts, man. Zion had to leave the bubble. Yep. For for personal reasons. It's just a lot going on. So stay tuned on that. And uh I'm just excited for hoops to be back. The NFL. What a game, man. Dangerous, action packed, <laughs> the best thing to bet on by far. Everything about the NFL is good and bad. <laughs> the, the, the football is great. The NFL is just tr- – oh, I, I tweeted this yesterday after JJ, uh, JJ Watts tweets. The NFL is just truly bad people. Bad people at the top. Well, yeah. I mean, when, did, when did you're you – you see what he put out yesterday? No. What did he say? So I, he put I, out a, I saw he put out like a little note, but I didn't read. Yeah, didn't so read he put out a tweet yesterday that said, here's what we know and we don't know. Number one, we want to play. We want to be as safe as possible. We have not received a single valid infectious disease emergency response from any team or the league. We don't know if there are preseason games or not. We don't know if there will be daily testing, semi-daily testing, et cetera. We don't know how a potential positive COVID tests would affect contracts, roster spots, et cetera. Nothing has been agreed upon apart regarding what training camp will actually look like and how the ramp-up period will work. We want to play. Season six weeks away, by the way. They, it's crazy. Seven weeks max. They don't care. They the, the NFL owners are the most oblivious group to what's going on in the world out there. How do you not have a plan for this? There's a difference between oblivious and not really caring. Not giving a shit. But that's also the NFLPA is not doing them any favors either. How do you? How are y'all not saying, "Hey, we're not doing anything until we know what the fuck is going on"? Right. I mean, yeah. The, it's just like. They're kind of, you know what, you know what it is, man. They're just sitting back, praying and hoping everything is cleared up, and then we can just play football. Yeah, and that's what we'll do. I wouldn't that's be surprised it. if the if the NFL came out and was like, "Yo, if you want to play, you can play. If not, you sit out." Uh, you show up to, <laughs> also, furthermore, if you, want, if you want to show up to the game, you can show up to the game too. We got seats. <laughs> right. we, don't, we don't. Well, Trump doesn't believe in the CDC, neither do we. <laughs> 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 no, Trump, no, yeah, right, exactly. So it's like, yeah, if you guys want to play, cool. If not, we're not going to pay you, and you can kick rocks, and we'll get somebody else to play. We'll find somebody would, else. That wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. They truthfully do not give a shit about the players and what they think. At all. And they don't even uh, try to hide it. At all. 
at all, at all, at all, at all. And they forget about hiding it. They come out and essentially say it on in press <laughs> conferences. Yeah. So, they don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's talk about Pat Mahomes, man, because we're going to get into Pat Mahomes. We're going to get into Zeke and Dak, um, the Garrett, Madden ratings. We got a bunch of stuff to get into. But I want to get on to Pat Mahomes because – He's been, he's been, I've been thinking about him and just the NFL season coming up. And I've obviously he's the, he's the marquee player. He's the best quarterback in the league, which means he's the most important player in the league. I want to talk about, is he immune to this, you know, post Super Bowl W slump? You know, now he's on the cover of GQ. He's a, the $500 million man, which is Fugazi, but we'll get into that. Um, is he, Give me your well. Let, let let me take a step back. Actually, let me just give you what's been on my what's been on my heart about Mahomes. Right, he's he's in such an amazing place, and this is what happens when you have a really really good coach combined with talent, and then the ownership is flexible enough, and, and they're willing to work with you. For whatever reason, I was thinking about his no look past the other day came up. I was talking to somebody about it. And then I started to, to, to really think about, and, and maybe I'm overthinking it, but I don't think so for you to attempt. And I was just talking about with this person about how obnoxious it is for you to attempt a no look football pass in a football <laughs> game, because where you need to be mentally to even think about, even attempting that to think about to think about to attempt that <laughs> you, not even the attempt itself just not even, even the attempt it. itself to, to even fathom that I, I would go out and no look a, a crossing route your your confidence is through the roof you know you have you know the trust of your coach the 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 mental game to even fathom attempting and then going out to attempt a no-look pass is insane. Yeah. So it just shows how comfortable he is. And that leads me into the contract. He trusts every single thing about the Chiefs and Andy Reid and and their plan for the next whatever amount of time. Yeah. And the difference there is – if you gave Dak that same deal in Dallas, I don't think there's any way he would sign it. And I say that because he doesn't trust the Dallas Cowboys. For you to get a 10-year deal and, and, and spread out the money like he did, and, he, and Mahomes came out and said, you know, I wanted to get a big contract but then keep the flexibility over the next seasons, whatever, to – you know, be able to sign players. And then they sign their D tackle. His name is escaping me for a huge Chris deal. Jo- Chris Jones. Chris Jones for a huge deal. 85, yep. Yep, you know what I'm saying? And he So he, he came out and said, I wanted to keep that flexibility while getting paid. But in order to do that, you have to trust your franchise and your management to – Beyond, you have to be beyond a lot. trust them because essentially your whole life is in their hands going forward. Your whole career you're just put in their hands. 
And you're really looking at it as a we thing. He's not looking at it as all exactly. the we thing. It's like we I'm lockstep with the organization. I want to again, like you said, I want to take care of myself. I want to get a big contract and all that. But I want it to be flexible enough, especially in the beginning, that we can keep this thing rolling, which is, you know, essentially exactly what he did. Because the first three years of that deal, you know, definitely leaves him with the flexibility to give Chris Jones eighty five million dollars and to pay some of these other guys they're gonna have to pay, right? Eventually you gotta pay Tyreek. Uh, you're gonna have to pay Kelsey again. You know, stuff like that if you want to keep this thing humming. So you're 100% right, man. I mean, that's a, that's an awesome take, just the, the trust that goes into that. And it's clear that Dak doesn't have that same level with the Cowboys. And the Cowboys don't necessarily show that. But it goes both ways, right? The Cowboys aren't necessarily showing that same level of trust with Dak. So it's like, you don't trust me. I don't trust you. I'm an employee of this organization, but we're not working together. Whereas with Mahomes, it's like, no, we're working together. I want to get my money and all that, but I want to make sure that I'll leave a couple here for so that you guys can get another player. I'll be a part of your vision. I'll expose myself in this deal, right, so that you guys can can do do right on it. Now, it's on the organization to do right on it, but, um, yeah, I think he, that, that's that's perfect, man. It's 100% true. He clearly entrusts trust them explicitly. Yeah, because I've I've been very vocal on Twitter, and me and you have talked about it a bunch. I I would in no way, shape, or form sign anything that that said ten years on it. I don't care what the number was. I don't. I'm not trying to hear any of that. There's right. just no way that I would. I'm losing. I just felt like I'd be losing too much control. That's I. I just and he is at the pinnacle of leverage. Like I've never seen someone have more leverage than this guy in in sports history. Really. Coming off a of Super Bowl, he's 25 years old. He's throwing no-look passes. This guy has the most leverage ever, right? And yep. the 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 number is really flashy, the $500 million man, but there's going to be so much stuff throughout the year. Man, Khalil Mack came to Chicago, and he already restructured. Yeah. You feel me? Well, like, so well, like, it's always restructured. You re- yeah, it's always. You're constantly restructuring. Right, you're constantly restructuring, right? So the for him to put his name on a 10-year deal, with one franchise in the NFL, 10 years? Long Man, time. three years ago, what? The Jacksonville Jaguars were in the AFC. They, they were getting ready to go to the Super Bowl, dog. Yeah, yep. And now these dudes are right back to oblivion. They're terrible. Three years ago, the Rams were in the Super Bowl. Two years ago. Right. So and now they're, they're trash. To sign up for te- uh, 10 years is, is putting a lot of faith in that franchise, but that's the... You know what I'm saying? That's the flip side of like Mahomes versus Dak. Dak's not as good as Mahomes, but he's not uh he's not uh he, he deserves a deal. He's not you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, he deserves a, a, a fair value deal. And listen, so that's just what that's just what I wanted to say on Mahomes because he, well, think- he he's just different. Do you think he's immune? Do you think the Chiefs are just going to keep rolling going into next year? Um, I mean, I think there's 29 other teams that you, or however many teams are in the NFL, 31 other teams that you gotta um, that you have to worry about. But I don't see this thing stopping because I think if you have a good quarterback, you're always in contention. If you have a good quarterback, you are always in contention. Shout out the like, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, exactly. And you can just rebuild on the fly. You can always retool. A bad year might be seven and nine or something like that. Like what did the Packers go when they were shitty a couple of years ago and they fired McCarthy? It was seven and nine. You know yeah. that 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 that's bottoming out for you, right? Like the the, the the truly awful in the NFL is when you don't have a good quarterback and you're not a good football team. 
right? That's when you go two and 14. That's when you go three and 13. That's when it's very, very bleak and you see no end in sight. So even if they do have some down years or some lean years or some years where the cap is catching up to them or they've been good for so long, they're not getting high draft picks, whatever it might be, you are able to rebuild and retool because you have that quarterback there. The New England Patriots just showed you this for 20 years. Take care of the quarterback position and then just get everything else in line. If the quarterback is taken care of, you've pretty much solved 35, 40% of the puzzle right there. That's it. No, no bigger, no, no one player has more of an impact on your football team as far as figuring out the puzzle than having a quarterback in line. Now, when that quarterback is elite, and in this case, the elite of the elite, I'm not worried about them going forward. I think if you look over the next five years, the Kansas City Chiefs are probably going to end up having the best record in the NFL over the next five years. How many Super Bowl rings is that going to give you? I'm not 100% sure, but while they'll still have this flexibility and he has this kind of three-year window where he's given them some salary cap relief, I trust them to keep building. Look at how they've drafted. I mean, they've drafted studs. You drafted Tyreek Hill. You drafted Kareem Hunt. You drafted, uh, what's the guy's name, uh, the, the the other receiver that came out of nowhere, 17, Rache, Mache, Mache yeah, Hardman. Beast are crazy. Yeah, where did where they get this guy from? I mean, these guys are coming out. You drafted um, the, the tight end. You drafted these guys. Your defense is trash, but it's like, hey, okay, let's make some picks on defense. Or we're just going to play Big 12 football, whatever. Mahomes is used to that. <laughs> That's fine. So when you have that quarterback there, and on the flip side, you're the Chicago Bears when you don't. You're looking at 30, 40 years of just mediocrity. You know what I mean? And one good year where your defense was out of control and you won a Super Bowl. But other than that, you're not really in contention. So that's why when I look at the Dallas Cowboys fucking around with their quarterback, me being a Bears fan my entire life, I'm like, what are y'all doing? It makes your it, it really it makes, makes my blood boil. Stomach. Yeah. I've never had one. If you don't want them, I'll take them. You exactly know what I mean? Right. Like, that's how I feel. If you don't want him, send his ass over here to Chicago. <laughs> right. Put him on a plane to ORD, and we right. will fucking no catch up Chicago podcast. We'll pick his ass up, COVID or not, and drive him to Lake Forest at Hallis Hall and say, "Here you go, figure right. it out." Because you don't fuck around with this position, man. Like we, we we've seen it. When's the last bad quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Trent Dilfer. That's that. It, it doesn't happen too often, man. Uh, but what was the dude that won it with the Bucks? Brad Johnson. Or was that Trent Dofer? It was Trent Dofer, wasn't it? Yeah. No, Trent. Dofer won it with the Ravens. I think it was yeah, Brad Dofer Johnson won it with the Bucs. Brad Johnson won it with yeah. the Bucks. So two times yeah. over the last 30 years, we think of trash quarterbacks winning Super Bowls. So yeah, I think they're gonna be I think they're set up well for the future as long as Pat Mahomes is at the helm because he will make a sixth round receiver look like a third rounder, look like a second rounder. Tom and, Brady again did it for 20 years. And if 40% of your problems are solved if you have a good quarterback, then they deserve 30% of the cap. So Facts. I don't want to hear about none of that. And, don't want to hear about it, man. Right. And I think that's a that's like unless we could get into and we'll get into Dak. One shout out my guy, uh Max Weepking. He uh work he's a, he's essentially a sports agent. He works for Tandem. He's on a, the sports agent team. They rep John Morant, whatever. He always likes to say, he said, Look, don't mess around with your first fortune facts don't mess around let me repeat it don't mess around with your first fortune Dak is not messing around with his first fortune y'all are trying to play me and i'm not going for it i'm not going for it hey and and by the way Dak has been trying to Dak has probably deserved a deal for a year and a half the Cowboys smoked it off and couldn't got a deal for way less than they did. 
or or, is, or, or he's at yeah. the table for now. We were talking about this last year before the start of last year. We've been talking about Dak's deal forever. They knew they had to pay him. They, it's and this is the like yo the the most mind boggling thing about about all these situations when it comes from the court they don't want to pay the quarterback. It's almost like okay, he's shown me that he can play, so we should probably pay him. But it's almost like they're they're trying to give him some rope to be bad, so they don't have to pay them. It's almost right. like it's almost like let me sacrifice this next upcoming season because either. Because this is what this is essentially what you're wagering. Either he's bad, and okay, we don't have to pay him, and we don't have a quarterback, or we don't pay him, and then now we're now we just lost thirty five million dollars, and we have to because his stock is now way on the rise, and now we're just burying ourselves, and now we're losing the quarterback's confidence and trust and everything. It's just a bad situation overall. You either need to decide that I think you you say look. And I understand franchises like the Cowboys trying to use their leverage that they have you under contract, but dog, don't string them along and say all oh, this bullshit. We're going to get a deal done, and then be surprised when you try to fuck him on the deal or the deal's not up to the market rate. A la, not a la, but AKA not beating Jer- uh, not beating golf's deal. Then this is where we're going to be at. Well, and and who do you think is leaking? And this is the other thing. The Cowboys are 100% the one leaking these contract numbers. So when you hear Cowboys are offering Dak a deal between 35 and $40 million, I can sh- guarantee you that shit is not being leaked by Dak Prescott's camp. The Cowboys are putting that out there because the public sees 35 to $40 million, when you and I know that NFL money is funny as hell. That shit is Monopoly money. Yep. It ain't real until it's in the bank, yep. right? So – when you we see thirty five to forty million, I'm like, bro, I just want to know guarantee. When I sign my deal, how much money do I get? If I sign my deal on Thursday and y'all don't want me on Monday, how much is in my PNC? <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say? So I don't want. So who's floating out those numbers? That's hundred percent the Cowboys trying to sour Dak, trying to make him look greedy. And then you have people saying, well, he's turned down forty million dollars. Like, what does Dak think he wants? That's yep. not it. It's about the years. It's about the guarantees. We don't know what his injury protections are. We don't know what, what he's actually negotiating for. All we know is what the Cowboys are leaking to the media. Like, stop all that, man. So don't don't tell me, like, well, they offered him $35 million. Then he doesn't want a five-year deal. You just said, I wouldn't sign a 10-year deal. Dak's not signing a five-year deal. He wants that new TV money in four years. He's allowed to do that. So I don't like how they're trying to poison him in the media. I think that's 100% the Cowboys putting that bullshit out to make him look bad. And I'm not I'm not with that at all, man. Like he needs to get his money. I've been telling Dak to hold out since 2018. So <laughs> right. I, I don't right. want to hear. I wouldn't have played last year or the year before or this year. I'm at the crib. I wouldn't have played last year for $600,000, man. Forget y'all. I appreciate that he did, but you're still a year later messing around with his money. This is and the over thing. the last what it's have y'all all, done over the last three years to make the team right. better even really, man? I mean, you made the Cooper trade and all that, but it's like y'all had a quarterback for $600,000, and I think you made the playoffs one time, and you bullshitted with this head coach who doesn't coach anything. Like, I, I don't want to hear it, man. I'm, 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 they're, they're so stupid. If, all right, I'm going to leave it alone because you know what? There's other shit going on there too. It's Jerry Jones, man. You know how he feels about people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've been we've been saying it. We've been saying it forever. And Tony Tony Robo wasn't in no contract negotiations for this long. Oh, no cap. And he, Zero. And, and he wasn't winning shit. 
Not a damn thing. And you can say what you want to about the regular right. season. I've seen Tony Romo. I, I said it like this. Tony Romo botched an extra point and lost a playoff game because of it. Remember when he dropped the hold? Of, of course I do. In Seattle? Yeah, <laughs> In of course. Seattle, yeah. yeah. So, exactly. Though I don't want to hear it. He got his money, though. And shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be deep rooted. It could that could be part of it. Like, hey, I don't want to give this uh, this black kid all this money, and I have an excuse because he quote unquote hasn't won anything yet. But yeah, yeah. Romo didn't have an issue, and he hadn't won shit. And the boys, the um, Cowboys haven't won since nineteen ninety eight. So I don't know what quarterbacks they have that have won over the last twenty five years. But yeah, exactly right. So, but that's let's uh, let's move over to Zeke. Zeke has been, uh, I guess, Zeke has been getting some slander, and. Zeke is not here for it at all. He thinks the, and I quote, this is Zeke, he thinks the media is talking down his game. He's not. He don't think he's getting shown enough respect. Zeke Elliott. There are a lot of great backs in this league, but I don't understand why the media has to talk down on my game just to uplift other backs. We all are talented football players and can ball. Hey, he was watching the morning shows. He's watching Get Up and uh, First Take. He then said, check the stats, bro. He said, since I came in the league, I've been a problem. Last year, 1,800 total yards from scrimmage, 14 TDs with no training camp. Stop it, he's saying. So, how do you feel about what he's saying, and is it valid? So, I I think all these dudes watch the morning shows, right? And so they, they see what's going on, and obviously they were talking about him, and he got in his feelings. Um, no, I don't think it's valid. I think Zeke Elliott, we've talked about this before. There's there's running backs, and then there's like those special backs that are can win you ball games, and that you can really rely on. And Zeke Elliott is one of those guys. So I I don't know I don't know of any Zeke disrespect that's going on. I haven't heard the Zeke disrespect. As far as I know, Zeke is still held in the same regard that he was uh, going into last year. So maybe he heard something on one of these shows or someone said something and that ticked him off. But that's kind of what I take that as. If you look at the tweet, it was 8 o'clock in the morning. So clearly he was watching the ESPN morning roundup or the FS1 morning roundup, heard some shit he didn't like, and got in his feelings. You know, maybe Stephen A. was like, well, Zeke's not the same back. And he's like, oh, no, fuck that. I'm going <laughs> to start tweeting that, folks. But um, <laughs> you never know. But I don't think Zeke's getting respect. He's, he's one of the top, what, Two or three backs in the league: McCaffrey, Zeke Elliott, and who else? I don't know. I'm I'm losing on somebody. There's Aaron Jones is out there. Mixon, but he's better than Aaron Jones. He's better than Mixon. What um? What's my guy out in Cleveland? Carlos Hot, uh, the um, Cream Hunt. Um, Chubb. No, Nick Chubb. He's Nick better than Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah. No, I, I I'm just I don't, I'm just, and, I'm just and, and I don't think the top but, and I don't think those are up for discussion, right? So I'm just trying to say, like, who is he? If you're ranking backs in the league, like how far are you getting down so you get to Zeke? Like I, I really think you're going to that second spot, maybe the third spot. There's somebody. There might be somebody in between him and McCaffrey, or before after McCaffrey, but before Zeke. But he's a top three back in the league, universally regarded. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. There you go. He a monster. Yeah, he'll be out the league in like three years because he gets the ball 400 times a year. But yeah. And I'm gonna say this: Tennessee is gonna be super sus next year. Watch. Very sus. The Tannehill okay. magic might be gone. Come don't on, let him have, don't let him have to throw the ball. Let me tell you something about this Tannehill magic. It wasn't really there in the first place for the most part, especially later in the, like he had a couple big games, but don't even get me started on that deal. That shit makes me really mad. Honestly. If you have a running back who gets better as the game goes on and can take 30 carries a game, then you can look very good as a quarterback. 
Don't even get me started on that whole thing. That 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 I would I'd be furious if I was a uh, um if I was a Titans fan. And I get and it's funny <sighs> we're talking about Owen paying your quarterback and shit. You that had to dude, pay. I feel like no nah, man, he's not worth to, all that bread. Bro. Yeah, I don't, but you. But I don't. They, I don't think, I don't, I don't think not, they had a choice. I'm not. Who are they going to pay? Jameis. What, how much did they give him? Jameis. Some one of these other motherfuckers. Are you crazy? Famous Jameis. I'm not. Jameis. Listen to me. Jameis is far and away a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. So that, of course, like I'm not giving Ryan Tannehill that big bag for. For what? That little all of a sudden he's a great quarterback? They gave him great quarterback money. How much did he get? Oh my God, he got like I want to say he, I, I thought he only got like twenty million a year. What? No, he got no. <laughs> Ryan, hold on, let me look it up right now. Four years, 118 million. So what does that come out a little, to? Little little under 30 million a year. Yeah. It doesn't this is it's just that's pocket change on the quarterback situation. Sixty-two million guaranteed. Yeah, that's too much. It's about sixty million too high. Yeah, it's way too much. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear it. And you're and you're gonna find out, uh, come next year, he's gonna be. Oh my gosh, that's so much money for him. It's it's like. Well, here's the thing. Like, if, but if you're his agent, because this line right here is all I would say if it's if I was his agent, right? Yeah. He averaged nine point six yards per attempt. Completed seventy percent of his passes. Tossed twenty-two touchdowns. Titans went seven and three in the regular season and won two playoff games. If you're his agent, it's like, hey, I don't care what you really think about Ryan Tannehill, you're gonna pay us. Yeah, off man. that. And, and How gonna, are you not? You know what I'm saying? I'm, you're gonna pay him off that. Uh, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like, you're like you're bye. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I, especially how many years was it? Four, only four. So four, sixty games. So it's a two-year, two-year two year deal, two year deal at thirty a clip. Yeah. 18-month deal in the NFL, yeah. You can move on. I guarantee you that contract is structured in a way that they can move on from Ryan Tannehill after year two and not have to worry about that. That $60 million is probably all up front in the first 24 months of that deal. Yeah, it could be. Because if the going rate for quarterbacks now is going to – if a top-end quarterback is going to – and we'll take Mahomes out of this, but let's call it 40 to $45 million for those top guys. If you look at playing Ryan Tannehill 25 to 30, it's all relative. So if you look at playing Ryan Tannehill, 65% of the top rate for a quarterback, it is what it is. But they're trying to sell it like he's going to take them deep into – like you know what I'm saying? It's just, He's not, man. They're going to they're gonna run Derrick Henry through a wall, 400-plus carries a year, and then they go from there. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> yeah, see what happens, man. I mean, they went to the fucking AFC Championship last year. They have no choice but to run it back. Yeah, I guess. And their defense is solid. Okay, let's talk about uh I can't talk about Ryan Tannehill any longer. Um <laughs> let's go. Let's move over to these Madden ratings. Better oh, you want you want to talk about the 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 Garrett deal? Yeah, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Um we 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 preach this all day long. You need an edge rusher and a quarterback, and the edge rusher and, just and, got paid. And, and a left tackle. And a left tackle, correct. Three most possessions. Hey, quarterback. Guy that goes after the quarterback and guy that stops somebody from going after the quarterback. Figure out the rest later. Miles Garrett, hundred million guaranteed. Didn't miss a beat when he hit my boy in the head with the with the helmet. Swinging helmet did not matter. <laughs> if anything, he got some rest for that for that 
clown show of a season in the Browns. I hope, that, last year. I hope that deal kicks in after the suspension so he ain't got to give away no new money. $50 million guaranteed at signing. Have that joint start week five. Boy, I'm signing that shit so quick. <laughs> you said fifty. You said fifty mil at signing, and I got another fifty coming. Okay. Yeah, bye. Don't what? What? Where's the paper at? Uh, they didn't even mention the helmet in that contract negotiation. I promise. <laughs> Shouldn't, everybody forgot. So much has happened since then. Everybody forgot. Five year extension. The team did not disclose financial terms, but it's worth one hundred twenty five million. With a hundred guaranteed. See, that's the type of deal I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me the hundred twenty-five million with a hundred guaranteed. Four or five years. What? Sign me up. Short and to the point. Give me all that. To the point. Matt Khalil Matt got ninety million guaranteed. Just for reference, from the Bears. Wasn't that six years though? (sighs) Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, Khalil <laughs> averages twenty three million per. Garrett's going to average twenty five per, and then a little extra bread. So hey, listen, just like Khalil Mack, just like this money, this guaranteed money's going up for Garrett. It's just like it should go up for Dak. Get Dak sees that golf guaranteed number. I need more than that. Simple. And I'm a better quarterback. Yep. So that's what it is. Um. Okay. And uh, Cleveland's interesting, man. I was talking. Uh. The other day, I, ho- I hopped on uh, a podcast and was talking about uh, Odell Beckham. He, he, the question was, it, did Odell Beckham lose a step? Man, what? What? Listen, bro, Odell hasn't lost a step. Odell is still Odell. They just got to get him to rock. Simple. Get I mean, him that, to that rock. Cleveland year last year was a disaster. The whole Freddie Kitchen situation and all that. They just, yeah, they didn't know what they were doing. So, so yeah, I'm not I'm not out I'm not out on Odell Beckham at all, and I'm not out on Baker yet. Um, I think he's got some issues, but I'm not out on him yet. They're talking like Baker's a bum. No, I, I don't agree with that yet. They're talking like he's a bum. Well, this will this will be his third season, third year. Yeah, it'll be a big year. one. You can't. Last year was it was a shit show for the Browns. Like you cannot, you can't. Like the, it was an absolute disaster. Yeah. You can't downplay the noise that's going on around you. When shit is calm, you could try no look passes. When shit is not, it's things get hectic. Very hectic. So, yeah, man, the Browns will be interesting. In the hey, the Browns, they got a lot of talent, bro. Absolutely, it's still <laughs> so, there. Yeah, it's still there. They talent didn't disappear. So, uh, we'll see how it shakes. All right, let's talk about some of these Madden ratings. I'll go through. Uh, the quarterbacks. We got Mahomes ninety nine. Russell Wilson is a ninety seven. I don't know if you if you want to keep it one hundred with me. I don't know why Russell Wilson isn't a ninety seven ninety nine. Yeah, I don't know what else he needs to do. I I, I don't really I, and not that this shit even means anything because who cares? But this guy is an absolute freak. That team is is dog shit. <laughs> if you take Russell Wilson off of it, I'm telling 100%, you, hundred percent. Right yeah, it's not a that, good ball club. That team is shit. So I don't know what else he has to do. And he played but, lights out last year. Oh my God! Every every week. You know he's never got an MVP vote. This well, that's what I, they don't really like. That's what I'm saying. It's just like a it's it's a, it's disrespectful. He's he's a he's a dude, he's so good, man. He's so good. That team is so bad. He's he's the second best quarterback in the league. In my opinion, it would, be, would you would you would you debate me on that? 
What he nah. does on a week to week basis with that team, with rookie, Metcalf he's the most impact. And- he's the most impactful player. He, yeah, most valuable. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. he's a freak. Yeah, you take him off. You take him off that squad, and you have a you have a major issue, like See? a huge a huge drop off in that team. Yeah, I agree. See? And he's been masking a lot of their problems. Like they haven't, like as, as those defensive oh, guys got older and they failed to replace him. That there's no Legion of Boom there the and there team, anymore. The team is gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for bro. a while, Lockett was his best receiver. You know what I mean? The team yeah, is weak dog. Yeah. Not that Lockett can't play, but like you he's need, okay, but he's not your you need one. more than Lockett to be. You should need more than Lockett to do what he's been doing. Yeah, Seattle, we got it done. Seattle, we did it. What did he say when he was in bed with Sierra? No, hey, yo, Bay, Seattle, got it done. <laughs> Deal's done. Seattle, I'm gonna holler at you. I'm gonna holler at you. Hey, yo, Bay. <laughs> Russell, go look hey, up shout that. Out, shout out, Russ, man. Go look up that video if you don't know what we're talking about. Russell Wilson. Shout out, Russ, man. In bed with Sierra signing, yeah. signing, hey, hundred, hey, signing yo, hundreds see, of millions hey, yo, of dollars. Seattle. Of money. Got the deal done. Seattle got the deal Four done. Four more years. <laughs> bang. All right, bye. Yeah, it's some shit like yeah, that. Some shit like that. That shit's so good. That's really funny. Um, we got Aaron Rodgers. So the 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 ratings list goes: Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. I'm Facts. So, I'm so sick of Matt Ryan, man. Very sick of Matt Ryan. Oh, I want it. To, I want please, it to be over. Please just make it stop. Boring, um, most boring NFL MVP ever. It's just terrible. I can't um, believe he won an MVP. He was the good. The whole year was such he a was, fluke, though. He was good that year, though. Yeah, until, until the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he was good that year, though. I, I won't flex. I, I never agreed with the Matty Ice nickname, but that year he was he was he he had a good year. And they'll still never ever recover from that. Like I, I guarantee you he still wakes up twenty one to three. Like still wakes up. Oh thinking about that. Without question. That, without without question. Good. It never goes away. It will never go away as entirely. He might be at the amusement park with his kids. Pushing his daughter on the swing, and then he just thinks about it, and it's, it fucks up his whole day. Without question, some, and I'm sure people screaming at him when he's on the street. Yeah, <laughs> like you were you were 30 minutes away from immortality. Hey man, Lamar Jackson's agility is a 95. What's a man got to do to have 99 agility? And his, spe- and his speed is a 97. He needs to be a 99. Yeah, I mean, like, I see him leave folks in the dust on I, the bench. I I guess that you you don't want to make him like a complete complete cheat code in the game, but they don't want they don't want they don't want uh what was it 2004 Mike Vick? His agility is obviously a 99. <laughs> do you remember that though? The Mike Vick yeah. to work done play. Yeah. Oh, you just look. The roll out, out work. Yeah, roll out work done. Just runs. He's wide open. You hit him. Touchdown. Shut out work. You either done. you either picked up forty five in the air or forty on the ground. Yeah. There was the no Vic rule. You could not use Vic when he was on the cover. Yeah, he was stupid. It was like Tecmo Bowl. Stupid. Um. Yeah. So I don't know what a man's got to do to to have to have uh ninety nine agility, but whatever. Let me ask you this: outside of Pat Mahomes, who has the 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 uh second strongest arm in the league for quarterbacks. Ooh, that's a good question. Um second strongest arm I've seen in the league. Air, who I've seen just air it out. You know who's got a really strong arm and people don't talk? Deshaun Watson. Hmm. He, he's got a cannon. Bro, I'm still telling those two throws, the two of the best throws I've ever seen in my entire Bro, life in that game. You're talking about when he went over the middle? 
Yeah, he lost, but it was literally two of the best throws I've ever seen in my entire life. Under a hey, under duress. Yes, and like delivered strikes, and those were hard throws. I mean, he's got he's got a can. As far as distance, man, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I, it doesn't even have to be distance. Just like fitness and uh, out route fits it in a tight window. Got the cannon. I, I I'm still going with Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to hear yeah. nothing. Yo, you know who actually has a really strong? He's not a good quarterback, but who actually has like a a, a I've seen make some dime throws, but he's trash. Is Jared Goff? His, Go oh, back and watch that, uh, that, that Rams versus uh God. What was it like two years ago? It was Rams versus. It was like a Sunday night game. It was fuck, man. It was him versus somebody, and they were both dealing. And golf had some of the prettiest throws I've ever seen in my entire life. You're talking about the Chiefs when there was like 65. Uh, it wasn't the Chiefs game, man. It was Rams. Um, dude, it was a shootout. Well, listen, man. listen. Yeah. If you give golf a clean ass pocket that he can step into, he's that he's the probably one of the top three or four. Accurate quarterbacks in the league, no question. Drops, drops it in there. His accuracy is there, but if he if he gets any disruption in the pocket, he panics and he folds up. Yep. So I mean, and how often are you getting a super clean pocket in the NFL? Not very often. Not right? very so often. How many quarterbacks could you say that about? Like, hey, if they didn't face any pressure, they'd be great. Well, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Right. <laughs> right. So we'll uh. We'll leave the uh, we'll leave the NFL there. We'll close it. Three piece spicy questions, and there'll be some football in here too. I'll kick it off first. Who's a better quarterback right now today, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? Mmm, 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 man. Mmm, <laughs> that's a, ooh. Total package. Who is a better quarterback today, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady or Drew Brees? Why? Because I'm still taking Tom under pressure over anybody. Like if I need to get a W, I'm taking Tom Brady. Not over anybody, but if I need to get a W in that question, if I'm looking like who would I rather roll out there when I absolutely need the W, it's Tom Brady. Well, no, no, no. If you're going to run a season. Tom Brady. You're going to take Tom Brady. Despite all that success that they've had over there in New Orleans, they've been to one Super Bowl. Yeah, that can't go understated. Been to one Super Bowl, and it was fourteen years ago, right? It was right or right after Katrina, right? Thirteen, six, six, four, 12 years uh, ago. They won two thousand and ten, ten, something like that. Yeah, like eight, 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 nine, ten. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I think that, like, when you look at that, at the end of the day, you want to win, right? So obviously, Breeze has better numbers. He might at this point have a liver arm and can do a little bit more. But, dude, you, you just can't argue with the fact that when Tom Brady goes out there and plays football, he wins. And he wins deep into the playoffs. Like, last year aside, like, they were going to Super Bowls up until 12 months ago. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and last year you even thought, like, yeah, this team is whack. But you would not have been utterly surprised if they had gone so, a little bit further than they did because it's just like, yeah, we kind of expect that. Like, that team was trash. But the year before, you were like, man, this team is trash, and they won the fucking Super Bowl. So it's like – yeah, You know, that's Tom Brady, man. It's just keeping it under composure. So when you ask about what you want from a quarterback, the total package, yeah, I want Tom Brady. He's a better quarterback. Until he cannot throw the ball anymore, he's a better quarterback. I think this year is going to be very eye-opening. Different spot, fresh yeah. start, a lot of weapons. And hey, year old. if he doesn't move the ball down the field with this with this group of players, it's uh, I think it's a problem. So we'll see. 
But I mean, yeah, we'll see. All right, I got one for you. Yeah. Talk to me. Some some Chicago shit. Talk to me. Are you rocking with the Polish or the Italian sausage? Oh. And I'm wow. talking about at the peak of their powers. The best Polish you could have or the best Italian joint you could have. Okay. I, I Peak of powers. Peak of and powers. Dress it up how you want to. Peak of powers. Dress it hey, how you want. I guess your Italian could go to a combo if you really want to add the beef in there. But like the, the, the Italian joints or the Polish joints. I, I got to go Italian because a spicy Italian sausage at the peak of its powers, I enjoy more because of the spice yeah. than I do a brat. But, man, brat, a, a, a Polish. brat? A Polish, a Polish. A Polish, my fault. Yeah, yeah, sorry. But, yeah, I mean, I'm still picking Italian. But okay. um, a good Polish with a snap on it that's juicy in the middle. US, U.S. Cellular Field's best Polish sausage in Chicago, the one that's been sitting on the grilled onions all day. Dog, it's something about being at a ballpark and having <laughs> a, a, any any Frank is yeah, just different. Great. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, I think I'm going Italian too, but Polish is very, very close. It is very close, man. And and they're very different for me. Very different. So you completely can, different. You can have completely different taste for, for one or the other. And, uh, and I'll still say Tillo's makes one of the best Italian sausages out there. Dog, Tillo's is fire. We're, fire. I, I mean – Fire. Listen, before they even branched out and started going all over the fucking place, we've been eating that shit for years, and not, not, people try to people try to be like, "Oh, you know, it's not as good as you." Like, they try to like downplay it, but like, it still yeah, hits. It hits. That was a couple weeks ago, and it slapped. It hits, and <laughs> yes, just don't even get me started, bro. Um, all right, let's close the show here. My boy Aaron Rodgers, number twelve resides in green bay broke up uh with danica patrick um not that i give a fuck but what's up with buddy man all his close relationships seem to deteriorate and is he just a super selfish guy what, what do you think it is and uh, yo obviously this might just be me and my shorty <laughs> didn't work out but yeah, he seems like he's a hard dude to get along with. Yeah. I don't know about he his seems like a very uh, difficult guy. Yeah, to get I mean, along he might with. just be breaking up with with women. I mean, they dated for a while. They broke yeah, up. Whatever, right? <laughs> that happen. happens, but um, he but also it doesn't like, talk to his family. The whole family <laughs> dynamic thing is very strange to me. Yeah, like the people, and like I guess like you and I it might be different because you know we've had like solid situations with our family, but like yeah, that whole like not and and it happens. There are people who just don't communicate with their family, and there are families that just don't get along. And there's people who don't talk to their parents at all, and we don't know the whole backstory, what happened, whatever might you know, whatever. But like, it's always kind of telling. Like, yeah, it seems like his family's on one side, he's on the other, and there's just a lot of beef there. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fully get it. And you've heard some things about how he is as a teammate, and kind of you know, obviously it was difficult for him to get along. I think he's just a very cocky, confident. One of those headstrong type dudes who's yeah, my way know. on the highway. And then you guess, and then you add some money to someone like that, and it always becomes even more difficult. Because when you got a pocket full of cheddar, bro, you start to feel like, fuck it, I really don't need anybody. You know what I mean? Like if you're one <laughs> right. of those, if you're already one of those, like yo, I'm on my own, I do my own shit type people, it's all good. But if you ain't got bread, like ultimately you need people. But when you got a hundred million dollars, bro, you can really just be like, fuck you. I, I, I honestly, I don't need anybody. I could be an asshole. And you almost become like defiant, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that might just be kind of where he's at. Let's go get those boys in the division this year, man. Let's, Let's we do can it. do it. Let's Let's do it can be done. 
we'll leave it there, man. I love the convo. We're glad to be back. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, video content coming. Lock in with us. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Let's get it.